things might get weird. Yeah. Welcome to our life. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to the Hewlett House podcast. We are grateful to have you back again. We know last week we kind of left you on a cliffhanger on Hayden's faith transition, but we are back to continue the conversation in part two of faith transition. So then, then. As I'm Elders Quorum president, um, you you just leave me back where you want me to go here. You're doing a great I'm job. I'm just trying to keep you... Thank you. Focused. Yeah, you're doing a great job. I'm trying. Only one person can do this. <laughs> there's a few actually that have learned me good yeah, enough. Yeah, no, I'm just pretty sure there's a couple people that can do it better <laughs> than me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so as Elder Scorn president, one of my counselors asked, he was wanting to be released. He called me on the phone one day and I was like, oh, really? I, and I kind of got the, I, the gist from him that he didn't get into the specifics. And I know now why. Um, he didn't want to talk about everything. I went, even, I even went over to his house and tried to talk to him to see if I could help him. And, and truthfully, he, he's 10 times smarter than I am. Super great guy. Still talk to him every once in a while to this day. And I think he was kind of going through his own, it seemed like he was going through his own faith transition and own issues at home and whatever. Right. Yeah. And then I had two or three or four other like close friends that I really looked up to that were like kind of on their way out and or kind of having issues and I'm like what's going on like why are, what's happening here right yeah and after I got into real estate one of those buddies I was out showing him and his wife homes one day and we kind of got chatting and and I, I had learned that he had I actually I've mentioned it already before but I'd love to have him on the podcast he, he gave me some of the best advice ever and he, he and I now even we we agree on a ton of stuff and we we don't agree on a ton of stuff. But we're, I, ta- we're ta- all talking church wise. Right? Church wise, these are, these are yeah. people that you're like belief wise, faith wise, right? So with right their now, faith. why are they questioning? Why are they having struggles with? Yeah, a lot stuff. of people go through this, and and I understand why. And I and I, by the way, it, it's fascinating to me to talk to different people and get their different views. Like I have my view and my beliefs still that yeah. I that I hold on to. A lot of people change, like, politically. A lot of cha- people change. They go from being super conservative to super li- liberal or um, go from being Christian and God-fearing people, as they would call them at church, to yeah. being, like, agnostic or even atheist or, like, well, anti-church and just talk, um, just have nothing good to say about it, you know, and are hurt or whatever. Yeah, because when you from, change faith or when you change your beliefs— that changes so many things, especially in our religion, because yeah, especially so like, in religion, yeah, yeah. So because you know you said politically, right? Yeah. Well, if you don't believe in God, then there's like all these laundry lists of things um, under the political scope that you believe differently on too. Sure. So so it I mean it makes sense. Yeah. That a lot of things would change. And everybody, everybody's experience is different and every, like their life experience is different, right? Like yeah. they've, they've lived a different life than me and had different experiences. So they're going to look at life differently than I am. And it's just, I, because I guess I'm a, just a curious person and I like talking to people about, I don't know, things that I think matter. Yeah. Um, it, It's just, it's cool to just hear their perspective and their story and, and everybody's different. And so you have the. From like the hardcore believers, you even have people that study the church history stuff or study the things I read and stay in it. And then you have people that like, that maybe see it the way I do or even a little further to the left, right? Like that are just way, they just 
they kind of, I don't know, this probably isn't fair to say, but I'll say it anyway, like kind of throw the baby out with the bathwater that they're yeah. just like, it's all BS. Like if it's all bullcrap. this is BS, crap. everything's BS. Yeah. So, so yeah, so you um, were asking, so I, you met with. So I was showing buddy. him homes and I said, hey, I would love to go to lunch with you sometime and talk to you. I just have some questions I want to talk to you about. So we ended up meeting up for lunch. I sat down with him and, and I remember, um, I don't remember everything we talked about, but I remember a couple of things that he said to me. The f- one thing that actually kind of shocked me wh- and it helped me understand that what we were going to talk about was actually like serious. Yeah. Cause yeah. I was like, I almost was a little bit naive at that time thinking like, what, what could it be? Yeah. Like, what do you, like, what I, really I served the a true mission. I've read the book of Mormon multiple times. I've read the new Testament. I've read a ton of our scriptures. Like, what did I miss? Yeah. You know? And so as I started kind of asking questions, he's like, just out of respect, which I super appreciate. He was like, Hey, at least that's how I felt it was. Yeah. yeah. He's like, Hey, we can, I'll talk to you about whatever you want to talk about, but are you sure? Like, are you good with this? Like, gotta are, be for sure. Yeah. Are you good? And it was kind of like what I, you and me and Maddie were talking the other night. I'm like, if, if, if the church was true or not true and you could find out, would you want to know? Not that you could either way. Right. Cause I don't know if you can, I, I think you have different perspectives in it and you can, yeah. you can make your argument either way still. That's because the, probably have... the most frustrating thing about it is you can get in and study it and we all have our biases and we all have our, we're human and we want to, we have these experiences in our lives that we're just not going to deny. And so we have one way to explain it and that's what it is. Right. Maybe, um, making sense. Yeah. I just, I think that we all learn, um, we all know from our own experience, like you said. Right. And so that's how, that's how we are, who we are, what we believe, how I think. So, so that's, that's why I like to call it a faith transition yeah. instead of a crisis, because it's like, these are the things I've learned yeah, in accordance to the experiences I've had. Yeah. And so, so to me, I'm like, I don't think anyway. I would call it both. I would say at, at first it was in, a crisis. Yes. It was a f- crisis yeah. of faith. Yeah. And then as you kind of go through the grief cycle, like we talked about, the sadness, the, the confusion, the sadness, the anger, the um, like that, the whole cycle, I'm missing things. But anyway, that whole process of like almost just like what happens when someone you love dies, mm-hmm. um, that is a, like that I, identical to that. I felt all those emotions. Yeah. I was I was angry at one time. I couldn't shut up at one time. I was offending my family and friends because I was like, I, I had to talk it through because I felt like my head was going to freaking explode. I'm like, did you know this? And did you know this? And did yeah. you know this? And what happened? And why this? And why that? And it freaking caused a ton of contention. And I just wanted to be heard and understood and have someone try to, I think I wanted someone to just explain it to me and have it be better. And it wouldn't. Yeah. And then I realized like, I really can't talk to anybody other than you. And that all stemmed from that lunch. So that friend also told me, that friend also told me, he said, hey, just so you know, um, I started studying this stuff. And I'm guessing, I'm just guessing, I'll have him on sometime if he'll come on and we can ask him. But um, I'm guessing he just kind of got into it and started studying and then realized like, holy crap, like my whole world is shifting and I haven't really talked to my wife about this yet. Yeah, yeah. And so he just told me as, as some friendly advice, he said, talk to your wife, like keep her in the loop, like talk to her about this, let her know because it, it, it was hard for us. Yeah. Like him and his wife are still married, have a freaking awesome family. Um, but it was, it was rough. And yeah. so I remember calling you on the phone and being like, Hey, like it was the day I had the lunch with him. I said, Hey, I'm going to start studying this. 
I feel drawn, like I'm supposed to study this. It keeps popping up in my life right now. And I think you told me that if I couldn't explain yeah, it any said, other way. You said you told me two key things for me that helped me, um, helped me in it. And the two things were, you said, as much as I knew I needed to go on a mission, that is what I'm feeling. That's the same feeling I'm having about needing to study this information. And yeah. we may have said this already, but just to recap, yeah, because we're getting in it again. Um, and so I immediately thought, who am I to tell him what his spiritual journey looks like? If he's feeling drawn and he feels so um, drawn that much to this is what I need to do yeah. for my spiritual journey, I, I don't touch that. Hmm. You know, that's you. Yeah. And then um, the second thing you said to me is in this, my goal is to become closer to Christ. Hmm. And I said, ding number two. Okay. I don't That's remember fair. saying that. I'll be honest. Well, but I'm sure I was and, trying to be honest with you, you. Well, and that's the thing. That's one major thing for you is that you value honesty above anything. And so that yep. can be, that can become good and bad. Yeah. I joke, um, I joke about being a bullshitter, but I'll be like people that lie, like that's like you, you will attest to this and our kids will attest to this. Yeah. If I am lied to, I will lose my freaking mind as yeah. by my kids, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in work, and that's why, like, I, I'll exaggerate stuff and make a sto- tell stories and stuff like that. But I, I feel like, for the most part, it's probably my OCD. Yeah. But I'm almost honest to like a fault. Yeah. Like I open my mouth and say stuff, even if it comes from a good, a good place. Sometimes I open my mouth and I think I offend people because sometimes I just speak what I feel like they need to hear and not necessarily, and some, not always. I try. You have a pretty good filter in in the sense that you're not trying to offend people. I never am. Yeah. Yeah. I I really am not. Like I'll, um, we have banter and stuff with friends or family or whatever, but it's, it's never, I really don't, I don't know. Some, and it's not that I don't get angry and say stuff, but like, for the most part, like I, I, you're right. I value honesty above everything, and then loyalty's a close second, right? Yeah. Um, so I really, really, really value that, and I think that's why I struggled with this as much as I did as I yeah. went through it, right? Yeah. Um, go yeah. ahead. So, so those are the two things that um, you told me, yeah. and then, do you want to know? Do we want to talk about what I said? My comment back. I I just remember saying too, like, listen, I. I think I'll be okay or something like that, but I don't know how this is going to go, honestly. Like, yeah. a, a, at, at least after that lunch, I was like, this sounds, like, serious. Like, I'm probably going to read some stuff that I'm not going to like, and yeah. and, and that's okay. Like, I uh, just need you to know that. A little mm-hmm. bit. But, yeah, go ahead. What did you say? Yeah, and so then, so to me, it was just one of those things where, and, you know, this is just our experience. You know, y- your experience defines you your journey right yeah, whatever sure or your belief um so to me i said okay that's fine and and i kind of had the feeling like okay that's fine as long as like i think that we can get through this whether you are in or out whether this leads to you being in or out of the church you said that to me uh-huh but i but to me i felt like okay but we may need to reevaluate if it becomes oh, yeah. comes down to you believing in God and Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because 
because then it's almost like we have a different um, reason for living this life, you yeah. know? And so to me, at that time, I was like, okay, I think I can handle this, but I don't know if I can handle this. Yeah. And so, anyway, so we just had that, and it was like blunt both ways. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of, and this is all over the phone. Yeah. <laughs> it may have been a bit, I don't know. I was either on my way home or to an appointment. I remember driving on the freeway and talking to you. It might yeah. have been right after the lunch, like on my way back to the office. Yeah, or I something. just remember it all being on the phone. Yeah, and just thinking, okay, well, but those are those are my media, and I don't I don't know that I would have said any. I don't know. I think that what was said needed to be said at the time. Yeah, but I think the reason we bring this up too is because I think that was a a really key piece in us, like keeping our marriage together yeah and then the communication that happened throughout even even though I talked about painful stuff and would just like blow up like run my mouth and tell you about all the stuff I was studying and blow all the issues out and whatever you you just kind of took it in stride I know it affected you but you handled it like pretty well and it was I think you you handled you handled it the way I think I did when I first started studying it like constantly trying to defend the church and because it was being attacked and some of the stuff I was reading, yeah. I actually started reading church stuff and then I go back and forth. Right. Like I'd start with like the saints book and then I go read something that was someone that left. And then I kind of was back to, um, I actually really like Richard Bushman. I love, I think he's great for the church. I think he's a super smart guy and I think he has a really smart, a really healthy way of, of looking at life and his faith. Um, one, uh, one reason I say that is because I heard him in a in an interview one time, and he made the comment that he had a son that was no longer going to church or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know if he told him this or something. They were having a conversation, I think, about it, and he said, you can leave the church, but you can never leave the family. Yeah. And I thought, that is cool. Like, yeah. that is a dad who just loves his son, wants him around, loves his family, and gets it that yeah. maybe life happens, and he just has faith that in his kid and God – um, or both, you know, yeah, and and so that's kind of the way that I've tried to approach anyone in any of their beliefs. I guess is like, yeah. listen, like your beliefs do define you to a degree, but what's what's interesting is like, I don't know, you you tell me, they but def- like they define you, but they don't. I mean, they um, guide you. I don't yeah. think that they define. That's you. fair. Yeah, and. Like that quote I told you this week, we tend to judge others. We we tend to judge oh, yeah. ourselves on our intentions and others on their actions. Yeah. And, um, but then we're also harder on ourselves a lot of times than others. Yeah. And so it's kind of this funny dynamic of life that's just crazy, but, um, but it's true, right? Like it's easy, especially early on that, that I used to be the guy that some of my family or friends are to me now that's like, like, wow, he's really lost it or she's really lost it. How can I help them? I even had a close friend recently tell me, like, they, they actually believe in the, like, believe way more than I do now when before it was probably the op- a little bit different. Yeah. And they're like, they actually told me, like, yeah, I actually didn't feel like I could actually ever talk to you about life and th- issues I was going through because you constantly just wanted to, like, save me and not listen. Yeah. And I'm like, I get that. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um- but yeah. now they can talk to me because I'm just a little more open-minded, I guess. I just, yeah. I, I get that we, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm that much of a different person now than I was then. I just look at the world through a different lens, period. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah, you still have a lot of the same values and um, still a lot of the same beliefs, but just in a different way. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I think to to kind of tell you where I was at, and I know that a lot of, I mean, everybody has their own experience, and with if your spouse had gone through this as well, right? It could be different than how I felt and how I reacted and what the spirit told them even. But to me, in my experience, I just, um, I just had to believe that it would be okay. And I kind of just was comforted, comforted in that it would be. And in fact, that first year was it the first year or just after anyway I kind of like took on the mantra faith over fear Hmm. and that was just I had that on my laptop I just kind of was like the only thing that I can do actively is to have faith because I I had some pretty like powerful experiences um spiritual experiences and so I I feel for those that may not have that in this situation. Um, and I know that that is how it helped me get through as well. Yeah. Is that I had some pretty powerful experiences. I, uh, you know, when I, I, I'm a action person. I want to, I'm a fixer. I want to do things. So I want you to tell me what to do. So I asked God, um, what do I do? (laughs) Tell me what to do. And all I got, was love him through it. Mm. And it, it came pretty powerfully. Um, and so that's that's what I did. And then I took on that mantra of faith over fear, and I had f- faith in him that it would be okay. And so that's that was my action in the journey. Well, thank you. Yeah. I'm glad you got that. Me too, because I think that in me, just like loving you, I think that you always kind of questioned my love for you. Yeah. I think like all through, like, yeah, we we had a fine relationship. We were good. No real rocky things. We loved each other. You knew I loved you. But like, I, won, I think that you have, and maybe even still sometimes, like questioned... How much? How much? Yeah. Like, like before, you sa- you've said before, like, I don't know if I would have came home if you would have even married me. Yeah. Or, um, you know. Came home from my mission, you mean? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. No, yes. you're good. When you came home from your mission, I don't know if you would have even married me. And, uh, and to be fair, I don't, I don't know either. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know what that would look like. We don't know if I would even be ready to be married at that point. So, um. Anyway, but I I feel like that's always, like, been there for you. And I, you know, there's probably other underlying reasons why that may be a thing. But, um, yeah, I think you always question that. And I think that in me being there for you and going through this, I think that it's actually, like, made us stronger, our relationship. Yeah, I'd agree. Because I think that it showed you my dedication and love, like how much I actually do love you, Mm -hmm. um, that I would be here for you through all of this. 
And it started in a weird way. It started to get us closer together based on that other than just like the church. Like it wasn't right, like right. we just, we actually, I feel like we really started to grow together and work through like something actually like really hard together. Um, not that we hadn't been through some tough stuff. Right. But like this by far was the most challenging. For sure. Like this is, and this is like a life altering thing, right? Like what, the things that we worked through before, it was just like, Oh, this is hard. Like adulting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Stuff, but right? this like shifts everything, right? Yeah. Like if you don't believe in the church, can we be a forever family? Can we have like all these blessings are gone? Like God's going to look at us differently or whatever. Right. Yeah. And I think where just to, to kind of tie this back into the honesty thing, because I feel so out of for so out of alignment in my life if I'm lying yeah. or I don't feel like I ha- like especially like this truth like I I think there's people that don't believe in the church and go because it's just they'd rather just go and make believe that everything's okay than face what might happen if they didn't yeah. You know, I, I, I'm pretty sure there, those people exist. In fact, oh, I I'm sure. know they do. Yeah. Um, at least to a degree. And, but I'm, I guess I'm just like, I had to be honest in it and I couldn't like, I couldn't live that way. Like I couldn't live that much of my life that way and like live with myself, I don't think. Yeah. And so I just, and I, I think that's what a lot of people deal with. Like uh, the husband or the wife might be going through that and- the other spouse totally believes and they think like, what the hell just happened? Like I had this person that was my, mm-hmm. we got married in the temple, we're still forever. And now they don't, now they're questioning all that. Like what? Yeah. And you know, people lose everything. Yeah. Over, and they it, lose family, parents, brothers, sisters, friends, spouses, like, and it is so freaking sad that, 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 that happens, that this can like twist your whole world up so bad. Yeah. And know? I, and I can see how it can happen. Like I, Totally. I, I, yeah. yeah, I don't take away from the fact that I could see how that is like, you know, maybe even say like, oh, you're choosing, you're being selfish or you're choosing this over your whole family or, you know, like they're making a choice of this over keeping yeah. the family together. Like, why don't will. they just pray more? Why don't they just read their scriptures more? Yeah. Like, it'll come. You just got to have faith. And yeah. it's like, at some point, like... Like, even when I was in the church and I believed in it and I had made comments to people like, I don't think I could ever not believe in this. Like, this yeah. is, and yeah. I even remember like a guy teaching Sunday school once and I never forgot this. It was when we lived in Lehigh in that, in the town mm-hmm. home over there. Mm-hmm. And one guy's like, don't be so quick to think that you can't lose your testimony. I'm thinking like, well, I, I believe this guy, like he's telling the truth, but I really don't know how I would lose it. Like, how would I ever yeah. not believe in this? And even when we went to church, like, and fully believed it did like testimony meeting, I'm not a big fan of anyway. Sorry, but um, it's kind of it's hard, just a hard hour to sit through a lot of times <laughs> um, for me anyway. And uh, the, um, oh, what was I going to say? Losing your testimony. How do you do um, it? There's no way to do it. Yeah, I just. Or the relationship. We're talking about relationships and how going through this. Yeah, I don't know. I had such a good point, and my mind's in 10, 20 places. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just never, anyway, just never thought I could really, could really lose it, and, and, and then this happened, and my faith changed, you know? Yeah. And as I look back on it, like, um, 
I, I, I still pray every day. I still, I believe in Christ. I believe in God. And I know Christianity gets a bad rap, especially in today's age. But when I look back, like on my life of everything that like everything good that happened, mm-hmm. it, uh, it could tie back to one thing. And I think a lot of people, um, a lot of people confuse like God and Christ with the church and yeah, separating yeah. those two things. Yeah. Right. Because we talk about a lot of times I feel like we use the word church as like when we say church, we're kind of meaning God. And I, I feel like that is a problem personally. This is just me talking. Yeah. I feel like that's a mistake um, that you have God and the church is a vessel to help you get closer to him. I think that yes. is a totally valid point and it can be so great for people. And I think it can also be very unhealthy for people and it can be very hard for people for a lot of it, for the reason we just talked about. Um, Well, because, so I think that the reason that that can become is because this is where they learned. That is where they learned of God and Christ. And so when you go to try and separate it, it sometimes can cause an issue. Yeah. And it, you know what, just to kind of prove this point, I guess, I remember my mission president, the second mission president I had in my mission, he, he was running his own conference for us one time. I, I didn't, well, it confused me, but he said, he said, he said, elders, if you are, um, he's like, there, there are people out there praying for help that need your help and need to meet, like need the gospel. Yeah. If they are praying and another religion shows up on their doorstep. There were like Jehovah's Witnesses that would go and do missionary work right, just like right. us, right? And he's like, if they show up on their doorstep, they are the answer to their prayers. <clears throat> excuse me. And if you show up there, and you <clears throat> excuse me, if you show up there and then you're the answer to their prayers, it was something like that was his message. And I remember thinking like, well, ours is the only true church. Like, why would yeah, God send like, them? That's kind of weird. And now that I look back on it, I'm like, like. Personally, I just, I think that, I think religions have actually, this is going to sound so jacked up the way I'm going to say this. How can I word this better? I'm just going to say it. Um, (laughs) I think religion, like, I think, I think part of the reason Christianity gets such a bad rap is because there are, there are so many shitty religions out there or too, too many humans trying to do God's work and we're all imperfect. Right. So that, that was, that was probably a little too strong. Sorry. But there, there are too many, like. There well, are too I many think, people reading the scriptures and coming up with their own opinions of Christ and how he did things. Like you have the people that go protest freaking funerals and and oh, what's that group called that is like totally crazy far right that like like um, are protesting like gay people and funerals of like are they like military people or like I don't know like uh, you can Google them. But they're like on the the far like you're going to hell, you're all going to hell, like those people, right? And then you have people like that are just like just love everybody. This is what Jesus would do. This is what he taught, and they have their own perception of like. Um, and I know we talk about this in church, and then we try to say that that's why we have a prophet. But I have to tell you, like, um, I, I've always respected the prophets, and in, until the last few years, um, I've had a hard time just totally agreeing with everything that's being said from up there. Yeah. But that's just, that's me. And, and it's not that I don't love them and think they're good men. I really believe that. I think they're good people doing the best they can. I really do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just think that like, that, I, that I, I am responsible for the revelation for me and nobody else. Yeah. And I have the, like, whether it's inspiration, whether it's like 
how I feel inside, if I want to really focus on that and get answers that I think I need in my life, I feel like I can get them. Yeah. And maybe it's going to be through an experience. Um, I tend to learn the hard way, right? So sometimes it's taking the freaking uh, tougher road or whatever. But um, but I've, I'm slowly learning, to, I guess, to just kind of trust myself more. And not that it's going to be easier and by any means, if anything, this is really kind of been a harder thing. It would have, in a lot yeah. of ways, it would have been just easier not to have to go through this, frankly. Yeah. Um, and you express that a lot. You're like, yeah. honestly, if, if I wanted to take the easy road out, like people think that this is the easy road out because now I don't have now like all these things that I'm supposed to do. Yeah. I don't have to do. You're like, no, it, it would be easier. You express this to me a lot. It would be easier just for me to like push it all aside and be in. Yeah. And just go and pretend. Yeah, I really felt like that for a long time. And in, until I really got comfortable with where I was at, I was just kind of like, it was this whole process, right, of like learning and trying to understand what the heck I was studying and learning and reading and feeling and all that stuff. Um, and so that, so and that section now I'm was grateful. crisis now, is that yeah. section is when you felt like it was a crisis. Okay. Yeah. And now, like I got things I'm working on and trying to be better at for sure, but I'm just like, I am... I'm at more at peace, I think, with you and me, with our family, with where I am in life, um, I guess mentally, even spiritually. There's things that, even spiritually, I've been um, been trying to do a little bit more because yeah. I think I just needed a break from it for a while. Yeah. And I th- I'm slowly, like, I actually still read books by Mormon authors that are talking yeah. about Christ, and I'll read books from non-Mormon authors because I want all these different perspectives um, I was even listening to a Jordan Peterson podcast where he was talking about a Bible story in a way that I had never thought about it. And I thought, wow, like it just blew my mind, you know, mm-hmm. it w- and uh, it was just, it was really cool. And I'm, and I think that, um, yeah, I'm just in a place where like, I kind of back to the whole religion thing. Like, I think, I think religion can be a very healthy, happy, great, wonderful thing for people. And, and I think it in general is good, but I think that if you really look at this is my personal opinion that I think if you really look at and study Christ's life and what he actually taught, it's really all good. Yeah. Like, like, uh, love everybody, love yeah. God, love your neighbor, like the, the two great commandments, right? Yeah. Or, um, you know, like before you judge somebody, like maybe l- take a look in the mirror. Yeah. Like there are these simple principles that like, if we live our lives by them, we genuinely will be happier. And I think where Christ gets vastly misunderstood is when you get men or women or whoever that are trying to discern what he was saying. And I think we, now I know, I, there's these little things that like, you'd hear stuff in church, right? Just as for example. And yeah. and I never noticed it at the time, but now I look back and I, I remember these little times when like I would hear something and it just, inside it didn't feel right. Yeah. I'm like, maybe that's right. Like, I never, I didn't ever want to doubt anybody or argue at church, right? Right, 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 right. But I was just like. always feel like, oh, they're probably smarter than me anyway, or they. Yeah. Yeah. Or they're teaching a lesson, maybe they got something I didn't, yeah. but it just kind of didn't sit, it just, like, what they were teaching in general was good. Yeah. But maybe they brought up a point that just wasn't, like, spot on. Okay. And yeah. it didn't feel right to me. Yeah. And I think that's my own intuition to a degree, is just yeah. saying, yeah, that might not be fully true. Yeah. Or fully accurate, you know? Yeah. 
and there, there's just kind of little stuff even like as I'm learning today that I just kind of like pick up on or we talk about your shelf breaking and putting things on the shelf like I had stuff on the shelf I didn't even realize was was there because honestly at the time it wasn't that big a deal to me because it was all true and I would figure it out at some point but then as right. I started digging in and seeing for me what were ended up being bigger issues then everything else kind of presented itself on top of those items that had already been sitting there for a while or underneath them or whatever. And then the shelf breaks and you're just kind of like, what just happened? Yeah. You know? And it's this whole cycle of like studying and you're like trying to defend it in your mind. You're like, well, how do I argue like this one thing that popped up or this other thing? And, um, and then it just kind of becomes this whole, like, um, I, I guess I was kind of hoping for just like one topic to study and then get through it and move on. Yeah. But it ended up being several. Yeah. And so when someone's like, what issues do you have? And I'm like, like one, (laughs) I know how hard it was for me. And if I just tell you, um, you're either like, it it never ends up good or unless there's like, it's, it can be hurtful and it doesn't make me feel good to just be like, just so you worried about talking to people. So we're being very vague about, I just don't want to get into the issue at least today. Like uh, my, that's not my plan. I I really do want to build bridges through this. I'm just saying like, I have, I have, Things I I used to believe that I no longer believe. Yeah. I used to take things a lot more serious that I no longer take serious. And all my spiritual experiences in my life, like, um, tie back to Christ. Like, any time in my mission that I had an experience um, that I can actually look back and think about, it had to do more with Christ than, like, anything else yeah. in one way or another. Yeah. Um, and I always took it as, like, that was the reason that the church was true. But yeah. what I think I was trying, for me what I was being taught was like, this is like Christ is real. Yeah. Like this is like Christ lives. He's the example example you need to follow, like be like him, you know? Yeah. And, and so I want to be clear that like, we're being vague because we want to be respectful to everybody. We don't want to like cause any harm or so like your, your issues, like, you know, I, you're saying I have had issues with this, this, and this instead of specifically saying them because we don't want to like crap on anybody or anything. We just want to be here to build bridges and not separate. Yeah. And to a degree, they're my opinions, right? They're not yeah. facts. And so it's just like, this is, this is what I believe now. And I'm actually open to changing those beliefs still. Like yeah, if I learn something that's going to change that, I'm okay with that. Whereas before, like I would have only listened to like one group of people and whatever yeah. they said went, I'm no longer like that. Like I don't, I don't know. Not, I, don't, I know this is going to sound hurtful. So my family, please don't take this the wrong way, but I no longer believe in the church like I used to. Right. Yeah. But I, I, w- I still consider myself a Christian. Right. Yeah. But I, um, I don't know. I, uh, Yeah, I I just think that uh that there's more than there's more than one way to like I, I guess I like I I no longer believe in it. What I'm trying to say is I'll never say I'll never go back to church. Yeah, and I I kind of hesitate saying that I guess because like I don't want to give false hope out there. But I've the older I get, the more I feel comfortable saying that I feel like I know less and less and less. And so never say never. Right. Yeah. Like if I feel like I'm guided back for some reason or there's enough changes in my life or with the church that allow me to participate fully in my mind, like actually be there and feel comfortable there and um, have conversations and actually grow, um, then, I, then I'm then I'm then then that's OK. Well, you because know? you think about it, 
like obvious it it's good because it shows that you have learned from this right so you're saying i will never say i won't go back because you never said that you would be out either yeah or you you well you thought that you would never be out yeah and so now you're like okay i can't ever say that because i never thought i was going to be out so i can't say that i'll never I'll go never back go back because yeah. cuz what if i do i've learned that that's not necessarily the case like what yeah. i what i think now may not be what i think later yeah so and, and we're know, always evolving and i know a lot of people will listen to that and think like at least i know some will listen to that and think well he's just saying that because he knows the church is true and eventually oh. he's going to find <laughs> his way back and do this let me tell you right now that is not the reason i am saying that yeah the reason i'm the reason i'm saying that is just because like and i feel this is healthy that like I know I don't know everything. Yes. And I know I'm a I know I am not the smartest guy in the in the world, right? Or in most rooms. Yeah. Um and I think it's important to listen, process, ponder on it. Yeah. Um search, ponder and pray on it if you want. That's the one. And uh and see how it feels with you. Like how does it line up with you? Um, I was talking to you, we didn't talk about it on here yet, did we, that whole, that personal development class I did like a year ago? No. We didn't, not on here, we didn't talk about it. Uh, I went to this personal development class, it was really, really awesome, and unfortunately it was on Zoom, but it was still really good, it was like three days, what was it, like 24, it was like eight hour days on Zoom, like going through like your values, your vision, your mission, and like what your end goal in life is, and I think that changes throughout our lives. Yeah. for us and it can change it's probably healthy for it to change as we grow and evolve but it it uh so they talked about like i don't know they talked about your like feeling in alignment with yourself and hearing like looking at looking at life and growth in this perspective kind of lined out everything for me like over that weekend and as i've like looked back at my notes and kind of thought about it they, they talked about how your everything in life starts with your values. Like you, whatever goal you have in mind, um, like if it's to be more like Jesus or if it's if it's to be a multimillionaire or whatever your goal is, right? right. It could be any goal. They, they called that your North Star. Like what, what do you want to be or leave when, like what do you want your life to mean when you're gone? Your legacy. Your, yeah, what your legacy. What does your legacy look like? Yeah, and kind of the way they explain it too is like, let's say you're heading to the moon and you're one degree off one way and you travel so many miles. If you're off by just a degree or two, you're going to totally miss the mark getting yeah. out that far. And so you have to be in alignment with yourself. So what are your values? Well, I value honesty. I value loyalty. I value family. I value love. I value fairness. I value humor. Um, I, I value, um, you know, peace. And so anyway, so I, we wrote down all our values and then we had a vision. So what's our vision for life? And then we wrote that down. And then what's our vision, our mission? Like, what are the action items that, that line up with your, with your values, like who you, who, what you value in life. And that's what I think hasn't changed for me are my values. Like I still yeah. value the same stuff. Yeah. My vision, like live, living your life in alignment, like, like some of the goals that you might have. And the mission that you're going to, like, the, the action items you're going to take to get there. And then really, like, right now in life, like, my end goal in life is I would I want to leave a legacy. I want to leave, like, I want to be remembered by my family, at least. 
like long after I'm gone. And maybe this will allow us to do it. I don't know. Yeah. And maybe this will completely end it all. I don't know. <laughs> um, but as I, as I kind of looked at life in that way, like even recently I had an opportunity, like I do real estate, I'm really happy in it and it's challenging, right? Yeah. And think times are changing a little bit in the real estate world. And I'm, I'm kind of like, and I had a, actually had a couple job opportunities. Both were actually pretty darn good opportunities, but I, I kind of was looking at them. I'm losing Jess, guys. She's falling asleep on me. I'm so sorry. You're talking about you. things that are not on topic. That's the only problem. Just li- but it ties in with this, so that's where I'm getting. Okay. Like, even that, like, as I got closer to, like, I almost had an offer letter, and then I was going to have a final interview with someone else, and I finally woke up one day and was like, I just realized that that was not, I just realized it was not in alignment with my goals, like alignment with where I, where I want to go at least right now. Yeah. And so as soon as I realized that, and it was unfortunate, me being slow, not realizing it sooner, <laughs> um, that it just wasn't aligned with me. As soon as I let that go, it was a little bit stressful kind of still, but for the most part, it was like freeing. It was yeah, like, it was kind of like, oh, like, yeah. okay, I made, like I made the right decision, yeah. you know? And, and I think that we have to, um, I, d- I don't think I realized it back then. Um, I think there's a lot of people that just, it, it really helps them being a part of the church and it did us too. But I think I was trying to live in this box um, for a lot of different reasons and trying to squeeze maybe who I am with who the church wanted me to be, not God or Christ, right? Yeah. Saying the church, who the church wanted me to be and who all my peers at church thought I should be and not like able to really be myself and not feeling like maybe like 80 or 90% genuine, but there was still something kind of still missing there. And I don't even know if yeah. I'm really making sense of this, but like, no, I get it. Even like hindsight, looking back, like realizing that we were just kind of going through the motions and everything and trying to like, like this, we were just doing what we thought we were supposed to do. Not necessarily like what we wanted to do or what we felt we should do. Like that was the best thing we knew how to do, I guess. Yeah. But we didn't, we didn't know any better until That's like, fair. until I went, had some like changes and Until I think you that's, mix it up. You yeah. Know? And I think like as hard as this was on the other side, as crazy as this sounds like right now, it feels like one of the biggest blessings ever. Like it's one of the, one of the best things ever for me and for us. It's like, like a muscle, right? You go work out your muscles. If something's hard, you generally get a little bit stronger if once you push through it and, and at least that's a hope. Right. And yeah. I feel like you and me were able to, grow in ways that we never would have grown together yeah and had experiences together you and me that just we wouldn't probably never had absolutely and I feel I feel like it's the same with our relationship with Christ and um and how honestly like my view on other people too like I never realized that I always thought that I was like this loving accepting open person and I never realized how much like that was like there was hidden judgment there does that make sense? So yeah. like, so like, I didn't think I was judgmental yeah. at all. Yeah. Until I realized that I was. Yeah. <laughs> because being on, uh, till I realized like, oh, like if I saw somebody in our situation now, there are judgments. There were judgments there. Yeah. In my head that I didn't think I had. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. And so, um, so to me, it's helped me be I. I personally believe that it's helped us be more Christ-like in the sense that there is less judgment because of the situations that we, the experiences we have had. 
Yeah. Um, and I and I don't think that either. I think it's helped me see people, and not be mad at them for being judgmental too, yeah. because they only know what yeah. they've experienced. Yeah. So like where I sat there and I was like, oh my gosh. I, I was not judgmental at all, but like, come on guys, like you can't just like get it together. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then, or like you're being lazy. You just don't want to go. You just don't want to, um, have to live by these standards. Right. And now, now I can see, um, another perspective and realize Jessica, yeah, (laughs) that is not the way that Christ would be looking at us. Yeah. And so you are being judgmental. Yeah. And, and so, you d- you know, I have I have empathy for other people that see it that way. Yeah. Because I've seen it that way. But I also am, like, so grateful for those blinders to be taken off. Yeah. Because I feel like um, it makes me more Christ-like, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, not that I'm, like, this holier than You're thou. glowing a white light right like, now. Like, really, though? <laughs> it might be the spot that you've got on me. Oh, yeah, there's a light here. Oh, yeah, there's that. Um, no, but I, I, I think that it's like something like this has been, um, a learning experience that, and we've learned things that I don't think we would ever, ever in the history of ever learn without going through it. Yeah. And I think that these are things that we, are we're supposed to learn. Mm -hmm. And I am so grateful for the things that we have learned. And I, uh, um, I gave a talk recently and they they asked me to talk uh, in church on uh they actually asked me to talk on a couple topics because the first round they asked me to talk on speak on um the second great commandment right which is love thy neighbor right and um anyway so i i started to do that talk and then they pushed me back and so they asked me to do another topic and so i was like yeah well i already wrote about this so I'm gonna go ahead and go back to that a little bit and just try to tie them both in but but I kind of went through any um you I did didn't say job. anything it was perfect yeah thanks yeah um I didn't say anything about like our experience I just uh, you know specifics but I just talked about like some of the lessons that I've learned right mm-hmm. and uh, and framed it that way and I ended up um saying these are some of the things that I've learned and then uh, and specifically about being um, loving, mm-hmm. loving thy neighbor or whatever. And I, I mainly got down to I learned to not um, to not box check, but Christ check and and to check in with him on how I should line things out. And and am I being judgmental? Am I as what does this look like? in that in his eyes or and so anyway and uh, I don't know it just it these are the things that I have learned and I am grateful for and and I'm grateful for the situation and and I know it was hard for both of us I know that it was hardest on you because it was actually happening to you and I was able to still kind of like sit here and and have the support, I guess, if you will, where you were on the side of, you know, um, looking like the 
villain, mm-hmm. if you will. I don't, sure. I don't want to call it that, but like, yeah. but it kind of, it, it kind of looked that way to people. Yeah. And I kept getting all of the sympathy of, oh, I'm so sorry you're going through this, but I'm, yeah. I'm over here like, you have no idea what he's going through, you know, thinking that and, mm. uh, and being like so heartbroken for you for like having to feel some of the things, especially where honesty is so valued to you mm. and feeling like, you know, for 30 plus years that you quote unquote had been lied to, you know, like you feeling that way. Yeah. Um, to a degree. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so it just is the experience was, um, you know, I know people think it was hard on me, but like as hard as it was on me, I know it was 10 times harder on you. I don't know. It was pretty rough on you. What I felt bad about is that, that like I know is so interesting all of it there's so many interesting points that I could bring up right now but um what what's hard is I'm I'm a pretty selfish person and I'm learning that and what I haven't always realized in my life is that my decisions don't just affect me yeah they affect everybody that loves me yeah. And they affect everybody that cares about me and um and how people might perceive them um because of me. And I am a person as much as I hate it, I and I'm I'm getting better with this in a lot of ways because I think I'm starting to trust myself more and just be me, I guess. Yeah. And maybe it's I'm just getting older and as we get older we stop given a damn as much about what other people <laughs> think which is kind of who we are right yeah sometimes to a degree I guess but um but also like what what was hard and what I what I got to see too was like even though that was happening and I might have felt like the victim I wasn't innocent of judging either of of like I was still judging others like I was yeah. judging them for judging me Right. Yeah. And so that was part of my anger stage. Like it was hurtful to me to learn um, people that maybe I would talk to or confide in how their view changed of me or things they would say to me, say to other people that got back to me that was really wrong or or kind of offensive, I guess it could have been, or just kind of made me angry more than anything and trying to confront that or whatever. And there was a couple of cool things that came from it. One was that one, I felt like I really learned who my friends were, who really loved me and kind of, I felt like who the knew unconditional my heart. love. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure there's That's some righteous judgment on others parts and they're, they're probably justified. Like I get it. I really do. But then I also like, as I studied and researched, like, again, like I mentioned before, like I've been filled with like, I've had hate, I've had anger in my, in my heart. Right. And, I know that's not healthy. And so I think I recognized that over time. And I was like, listen, like people are going to view me differently. Even my dad, which I was, maybe I mentioned this already, but he gave me great advice. And after I kind of started talking to people, he, he, he was one that I was like, wow, he actually is like listening to me and, and just taking it in and just still, I think he understood where my heart was. Where a lot, like, were kind of like you did too. They, they, they understood that I was being genuine in my, in my studies, I guess, and wanting to understand this stuff. But, um, a lot of people that leave get angry and then they judge people in the church 
and they it's almost like they're judging them for them being judgmental, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they were getting angry and like, that's not healthy either. But I understand why that happens because I went through it too. Yeah. And you eventually like, I speaking of mental health, like what's hard is that a lot of people that are just crapping on the church and crapping on religion and all of it aren't offering help. Yeah. And some of them will straight up tell you that. Yeah. They're saying, we're just here to present the issues so that the church, so people know what they're living and what they're doing. Yeah. Good luck. And then some of those same people have gone and gotten their PhDs and then are therapists too on top of it and freaking mm-hmm. making money on it, which I don't totally agree with either. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Have your own opinion of that. But the, uh, so that's why, in essence, I wanted to even have this conversation. We're just like, want to get it out to the family and friends that want to hear and care enough and maybe maybe they've gone through it too but then if there's other people that catch this and have a spouse that they that they love that they know they're supposed to be with and that is going through this like it can get better and it, it can be okay yeah and there but I think number one really there has to be and I'm not a relationship expert okay by a long shot I'm not <laughs> but I know that communication helped you and me. Yeah. And there were freaking hard conversations. And my approaches most of the time, especially early on, were awful. And the way I would talk about it and my, even still, like, I don't even realize how I'm sounding sometimes when I talk about it because I just talk, I just kind of speak my mind. And I realize, like, that was probably a little rude or. Yeah. I didn't mean it that way, but this is kind of how I see it right now, you know? Yeah. And you're like, well, I don't know if that's totally fair. I'm like, you're right. I'm sorry. I try to catch it. But. Yeah. And we've um, had, we've had like blow ups about like how it was said and trying to understand each other in the sense of like, I was like, okay, tone is important. The way that you say it is important. Yeah. And especially with the kids. Right. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, and you're like, I've kept my tone down and I'm like, your volume is down. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't mean that the way that you're saying it is the right tone, right? Like a different kind of tone or, you know, and there's, we've, gone through all those things I I think communication is key so this is my other point is that communication is um is so is key but also like the way that you um uh righteous judgment I guess come to you understanding that like in this situation at least for us it may not always be this way again but like for us it was like I knew that you were looking for your truth and answers. Like your answers yeah. for your spiritual journey. Yeah. I knew that you weren't trying to like just destroy things to destroy, you know? Yeah. And so I, and I, that's I actually some of the most frustrating part of all of it is that there are some answers that you're going to get and things you're going to learn and, yeah. and that you can, you know, say that, you know, or learned and figured out. But at the end of the day, like, I've heard or, or the arguments on both sides, and it kind of comes down to, like, how you feel inside. Yeah, and, and I think— And what makes sense for you and how you can make it work. And I know some people look at me and like, dude, you can you can still go and do and partake, but I, I can't because because I would almost have to lie to, like, to get yourself. in the temple or do, yeah. you know. And I think that's where it—like, we just had—one of my sisters just got married, and I was, like, the only— child that had a sibling that had been endowed that didn't actually go into the temple right because yeah. I just uh, 
yeah, I could go on about it, but it, it, it was like, that's when it gets hard. Like because I, I want to participate. The... I love my family and it breaks my heart that like, I can't be there for them, but I don't know how else to be right now. And that's what I've told you and Maddie, like, I think right now it's actually easier than it could be in 10 years or in the next five or 10 years when you get married or like when she gets life married, events. Yeah. yeah. When, sorry, did I say if? You said when you get married, but I already am married. When so you get when married, she, she gets when she gets married, yeah. 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 Well, if you remarry or whatever, you never know. We can <laughs> yeah, do a podcast with temple, him too. So yeah, yeah, it'll be great. I'll stand outside. It'll be perfect. <laughs> um, and it, it really has more to do with like my beliefs. And again, I wish, like, uh, well, I shouldn't say it. I just, I just think the focus really should always only be on Christ. And I feel like, in the church's defense, like I feel like they've done a better job trying to get that way. Um, yeah. I would love to, I thought about trying other churches and I, there's stuff I get out of church, but I have a hard time going and feeling great there, which I never thought I would say. And I had friends tell me that before. I just, uh, the way I kind of explained it to a buddy recently was like, I, I just don't, I don't, I, there, there are times I go and I really get fulfilled by a comment, even though I'm at where I'm at mentally and spiritually or whatever. But for the most part, it doesn't like for the most part, it doesn't fulfill me and lift me up enough for me to want to actually take the time to go and spend it to be there. Yeah. But I, I'll I'll pray and read a book and study and have conversations on my own with other people. And maybe sometime I'll go try at another church or something or whatever. I don't freaking know. Um, but right now we attend our ward and there's awesome people and our kids go and it's it's good for them. And, and you come and, that's and support where it gets us, hard too. right? Like you yeah, come and support us. Yeah, could go more, but yeah. Yeah. I don't want you to go alone and have to drag the four kids there. I just want to try to help, and I haven't even done that very well. But I've, yeah, I try to go and, you know. Yeah, and I think. Wrangle the kittens. Yeah, and I think that I, I don't know, I would probably consider myself at this point like a progressive. Oh, boy. Mormon thinker, you know, like I don't. You're not I that don't progressive. Think black and white or whatever is it had been before, but like. But yeah, I I think that there's ways to. Yeah. Obviously. This there's different can ways of looking out. at stuff. Yeah, I think we just got like you said we're we're still judgmental, right? We still have things we're working on, and we always and I think will be, being but judgmental like subconsciously, to right? Like trying to not be. Yeah. yeah, and I think check the subconscious. In some ways, being judgmental is a healthy thing. Like you should be able to be a judge for like certain scenarios and certain things going on and be alert to crap, right? Like, number one, to be safe or whatever. But um, I think it's our job, to me, when you say love your neighbor, I think it is like, regardless of their faults, literally whatever they are, as hard as it might be, it's to just, usually if I'm judging somebody, it's, it's because I'm probably judging them based on their actions and not their intentions, yeah, like right? Yeah, like you said before, yeah. And I'm not really seeing what's in the heart. I'm just seeing what's happening on the surface. And if I were in their shoes, I would probably have a really good way of justifying it, whether I'm right or wrong. And I yeah. would want people to still think I'm good because of X, Y, and Z. But I, like, I, the way I, not always, but the way I've started to look at people more is like, you know, that, I mean, I'd understand it, why they're doing that or what, but it's not my job to. Yeah. Like, if I can help them and they need it, they'll let me know. Or if I have an opportunity to, great. But, like, my job is literally to love them. And, like, what good is it going to do me to put them down? It doesn't make me feel any better. And if I'm putting them down, like, I don't obviously feel good about myself. Hurt people hurt people, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like, it's this, it, 
it's uh I think to me that's what it means, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. If someone has a better thought, you know, DM us. I'd love to learn more about that. How do you, what do you think? No, I think that you're right. I uh, I think you're right. I think let Christ be the judge, let God be the judge. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what it really boils down to. I think and back to like how how it works. Like like I don't know. I don't know what this looks like in the in the next life. We die right? and go to hell. That's what happens. <laughs> no, but I but I like but what I do know is that like he does and it'll all work out. Like I I just have had that confirmation that it'll all work out. So Yeah. So I feel I do feel lucky in the way that like I've had these confirmations. I've had these things but um but we like like we said before, we don't we don't know, you know, everything. And I think that that's a hard thing for a lot of people that um do question is that a lot of the times in the church we talk almost in a definitive language yeah and so and that's a hard thing for them because they're like well how do you like you don't know yeah you don't know i think that's a thought i forgot that i was trying to say when you said you could lose your testimony you're welcome thank you i never said it did i that's exactly where i was going with that i'm so sorry guys this is so hard to listen to (laughs) two hours later it actually it kind of drove me nuts even when i believed in everything because i'm like when people got up i know this is true i know this yeah i know a lot of people feel the same way and some people might get angry for me saying this but like yeah and you could have had you you could have had it testified to you but and that's your way of of knowing or whatever but in the end it's really like I actually respected the very few people that I saw saw get up and say, "I believe in this. Like I, yeah. I have faith in this. Like faith I'm trying, you know, because like God never showed up to me personally once and said, "This is where you're supposed to yeah, be." Right? right? It, it was just, uh, yeah. Thank you for helping me tie that in two hours later. Yeah. So good hell. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I think I I think that that's like, yeah. A lot of people struggle with the definitive of our church because because they're like oh they just think that they've got it all figured out you know yeah and you know in a sense we kind of feel like we do but we have the we have this out but it's all still this is we have faith yeah in this and we will never know until we get there and so so to me i have faith that it will all work out I don't know anything, but I do have faith that that God knows our hearts and knows um, that we're that we still are striving to be the best that we could be into Him. And obviously, we're not perfect, and sometimes we're lame, or I'm lame, and I'm like, it c- could be better, right? Yeah. But He knows our heart, and and we need to judge people based upon or kind of like how God would, but we don't know their heart. We don't know. He does, right? Like, What if God's angry and wants to freaking punish him? I don't know. Maybe that's the case. Like, it's not my job to do that at the end of the day, right? Yeah, exactly. So we just need to... Christ threw tables in the temple, right? So, like, I'm sure there's a little bit of... A little temper tantrum. Yep. So... Can I give kind of a... Sorry, can I give a closing thought? Please. And then you can finish us out if you want. I'm good. Um, kind of tying to that, 
the uh, part of the reason I think religion, I think religion in general really is good. In general, I really do. But I think that we've, because of all the different religions and all the media and twisting stuff and you have men trying to teach the scriptures and all this stuff, right? I think that we've, we've kind of, we haven't, as Christians in general, we, we could do a better job being Christ-like, right? Yeah. And uh, I was actually reading, believe it or not, Jesus the Christ. I almost got through the entire book. I should just go finish it. But a while back, I was studying the, the whole book. And I, I think I've shared this with you before, but one of the things, that, one of the thoughts I had as I was reading it was it talks about Christ coming um, and teaching the Jews, like teaching his people, like trying to correct the bad habits and the things that they were teaching that just didn't matter anymore. Whether yeah. it was like so many, I can't remember if it was like so many steps on Sunday oh, yeah. or yeah, stoning yeah, yeah. people to death if they sinned or adultery or whatever it was. Um, he, it, he was almost like trying to fix his own people. And I immediately had the thought like, I wonder what, or the, the question kind of came to my mind, like, I wonder what stuff he would fix about our church. Yeah. Like, when he comes again, like, what is it that he would tell us that, like, you're worried about this too much and not enough about this? Yeah. You know, and 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 I think that, like, when, if you're LDS or Christian or whatever, like, as you're studying Christ and learning about him, like, don't be afraid to think for yourself and ask freaking questions yeah. and really study it out and look at it from every perspective because I think that's how you learn the most, you know, and instead of having like just a one, one way of looking at everything and that, that I know a lot of people that, you know, that I, and I agree to an extent that some things are black and white. Like there, yeah. in a lot of ways there is right and there is wrong and yeah. there are qu- consequences for everything. Yeah. There's just enough stuff that we don't know where it does become nuanced, in my opinion. Yeah. And so it's like, how does it make you feel? Like, what yeah. are you doing? What What do you care about? Not what does everybody else care about? And I think that's when you can start to struggle a little bit and find some answers and in inner peace. Yeah, and that's, I think that's like where with the box checking and then the Christ checking, right? Like that's kind of where I was leading to where it's just like we are so worried about, okay, did I say my prayers? Did I go to church? Did I, you know, pay my tithing? Did I, whatever, you know, like we're so worried about all of these little boxes that need to be checked to be quote unquote perfect. Where in reality it's like, what, let's talk with Christ and say, is this important? Are these things important for me to do? Um, Is this a important way for me to feel about this situation or um am I doing the right thing to support this person or you know what I mean like going am I overthinking this yeah yeah exactly (laughs) yeah and so um or is it just the freaking counting steps on Sunday yeah (laughs) or does God just want me to make a freaking decision and move on like does it really matter that much (laughs) (laughs) that's true so but yeah, I think I think that's important. I think it's important to check in with him and that's that's where we'll find inner peace in the choices and your choices and our choices for our family. Yep. So I love it. That's that's where we're at. Anything else? I love you. Love you most.
Hey guys, we just wanted to remind you that if you would be so kind and leave us a rating and review, we would much appreciate it. Help us reach as many people as possible so that we can all grow together. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm.